Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 37. Crunchy leaves mean crunchy crafting time. Yes. <laughs> I was a little yes. bit backwards from actually what I have it posted as, so hopefully oh, everybody will a- call me out on that. But that's kind of a tongue twister. Mm-hmm. Um, but here in the Ohio Valley, fall is upon us. I mean, you yes. wouldn't know it by the 85 degree day that we had yesterday, but by this weekend, <laughs> I know Saturday's um, high, I think is like 56 in rain. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Though. I'll be honest. I would be looking forward to it if I didn't have to go outside and have a, a football game to cheer at. Oh, yeah. In the cold rain. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I truly am welcoming fall. I love the getting dark earlier. I yes. love the leaves changing. If it could really just get cool and stay cool, I would really welcome that as well. Yes. We've had all these spiders trying to get in our house lately. Oh. Because they know the cold is coming. Yeah. Not, not a, really a fan. I've got a real problem with stink bugs. Is that what they're called? Oh. Them, like, beetle-looking things? Yes, they're stink bugs. Yep. Okay. And uh, they're horrendous in our dryer room upstairs because, of course, it's so warm. Um, yeah, they're terrible. I hate them. Yeah, um, I was working um, in my office slash craft room today, and Eric came in and told me something like mid sentence. He was like, "Oh my god, hold on, hold on a second, let me go get some toilet paper." And I'm like, "What is going?" On? It was one of those little stink bug things um, that was on the ceiling, and I'm like, "How in the world did something like that get in here?" So they fly. Yes, I saw that. And yes. they really like heat. So they like to come in anything that's warm, dryer vents, you name it. Um, and they really, they really do stink when you squish them, if you've ever accidentally done that. Yes. Um, usually if we see one, like, we'll take like an empty water bottle or something and just kind of scoop it up in there and then put the lid back on and throw it away. um to avoid the smell but yeah another thing just add it to the list that gatlin's terrified of when it comes to insects uh he hates them we've had this mondo spider at the back door for like the past three days i think it's finally dead now but when i say mondo like i'm not exaggerating um if you were to make like the okay sign and i don't care who you are it's an okay sign Uh uh-huh not anything else let's not go there okay but if you were to make the okay sign it was bigger than the circle your thumb and index finger would make oh okay and so it was on the inside of the back door frame well jeff like soaked her down with some febreze and i don't even know whatever else was back there (laughs) so like we thought it would die well then the next day like we get ready to go outside you know for school and stuff and this thing is now on the other side of the door but definitely still alive and well and feeling fresh (laughs) <laughs> yes sure. yes so i don't know man they're they're pretty brutal and it's just getting to be i can't believe that we are like mid-october i know like what the i heck? know i don't even know i don't know what's happening with this year uh i feel like it's flown by and it has 
But I will say that I feel like it's been a very productive year, more so than probably what I had last year. So even though it's gone by really fast, I feel like I got a lot done inside that like it it will still be a memorable year to me, I think. I think so too. And I mean, this year at least has been semi normal. I'll use that term loosely compared to last year. Like this year, I know you and your mom are going to be doing um, a craft fair coming up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. last year, like they were all canceled, which by the, yeah. by the way, sidebar, uh, the lady messaged me today wanting to know if we were still interested in that one on the 20th of November. I'm going to be real honest. I don't think I am when it took you a month to get back to me in the first place when I'm asking you to send me an invoice to pay for our spot. Right. I'm sorry. If anybody says, send me an invoice, I'm all (laughs) over that because I would like my money. Yes. Um, So the fact that I'm like begging you to please just send me an invoice, I feel like maybe it's just not meant to be this year. So we're going to keep looking for some other fall ones, but Like, with, with it being fall and everybody starting to holiday shop, and beep, 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 alert, alert. If you haven't started to holiday shop, you better get at it now yeah. because the supply about... chain is a literal train wreck. Shipwreck, and... boat stuck in a canal. I don't know what you want to call it. It's a hot mess. Well, in food for holiday get-togethers, um, because... I, you're in the same boat as me like we didn't stop holiday get-togethers last year and we're continuing them this year like you know what I mean like Correct. Not, we yes we, I will celebrate Jesus. we'll celebrate right Christmas and Thanksgiving everybody with the family so that being said last year as in all years I've always been kind of a last minute shopper and I'm the person who's like yes score I found one last carton of french's french fried onions oh no casserole after the fifth store that i went to so i i'm always one of those people so this year being in the industry that we're in and you know knowing the issues that it's having and things i like half of my grocery order this week is thanksgiving type sides i've already pre-ordered my turkeys and um so the weeks leading up to like this week, next week, probably the week after I'm going to try to keep getting the stuff that I need. Um, not the perishable stuff, but you know, like the green beans and freezer stuff and all that, just so that I can already have it on hand so that I am not trying to go scouring a bunch of different stores for green beans and stuff. Smart. Um, now, Okay, with the holidays coming, do you set, like, a deadline? Like, okay, I must have all requests for orders by such and such date in order to have enough time to get them done. Like, how do you not, how do you not take on too much? Like, for me, obviously, I'm not really taking on a whole lot because I'm still slow as all get out. But for, like, someone like you, what's... Okay, I should rephrase it. Maybe for other people that are not your best friend with a last minute Christmas request per se on Christmas Eve, maybe. <laughs> are you for those? On the I am. For know? those other common, <laughs> for those common folks, do you set a deadline for them? Those peasants. 
Peasants. Um, <laughs> not for no, royalty not here. Really. Um, the, I'm realistic, realistic, realistic in what I can get done because, as you know, and probably not our listeners, well, probably, but um, the people who are in my everyday life and people who typically order things from me know um, that my time is very divided on things and I am kind of a sun up and sundown and beyond person so if it's something small I can usually fit it in um you know within a couple days at least by that weekend it if it's a blanket it's it's not happening you're not getting it (laughs) this year sorry um I'm working on a pocket shawl right now but I'm also working on other little projects in the meantime because if I just do and focus on one big project, it's just not going to work. And um, I I need to do smaller things to kind of break it up so that I don't get too bored with one thing. But I also know that I don't give deadlines for those. Or really, it's more of an estimation, I guess, for things like that. Um, like the pocket shawl that I'm working on right now, I let her know in advance it's not going to be done probably till after Christmas I mean my goal is have it done before Christmas I'm sure I'll have it done before Christmas but I'm setting the bar low well that's <laughs> I don't want good high expectations because things come up right and as much as I love crocheting like that's not my full-time job you and I have a full-time job right we also have part-time jobs and side hustles and things like that we do the podcast once a week so like for instance tonight tonight will probably be a crochet night um when we're done recording because tonight is probably not going to be a transcript night for me because I try not to put too much onto my plate at once also because the last thing you want is to get burnt out and the things that you enjoy not enjoying anymore like for me crocheting is fun if I felt like it was a job I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much I agree, and I try to, I usually have a couple of different projects going on. Like, right now, I just finished a twisty headband last night. I've got a halfway done scarf. Tonight, I started a hat. Um, Just because I get, I get bored. Like, I'm like, oh, I want to work on that again. You know what I mean? And I feel bad for some of these projects. It's not their fault that I'm bored with them. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I promise I'll work on you tomorrow. But well, and sometimes too, just buying yourself yarn for something that you like and making yourself something is a good way. I feel like to to still like, I'm I'm not sure what the word for knitting is, but a lot of people call it losing their crojo in crochet. Like you, oh. like you just get burnt out on it and you just don't know what to make. So sometimes like it's fun to just get some nice yarn that you like. That's the color that you like to make something in the pattern that you like, because I also feel, and I'm sure hairdressers and people feel the same way when you see something in your mind and somebody wants something else and you're like, mm, no, I don't like that. But like, yes, <laughs> do it anyway. but I guess since you're paying me, I'll do it. <laughs> yes. But like, so I got that yarn that I want to make myself a pair of slippers for. And obviously you can't keep everything that you make or there's going to be no space <laughs> for it. But right. sometimes, you know, I like to just make something for myself. So that's what I plan on doing next week is making myself a pair of slippers. And to me, 
that's a good way to just kind of break up some of the monotonous of some of the other stuff because it's like it's something for me and it's a pattern that I like and yarn that I like and you know my problem right now is that I've got 62,000 skeins of yarn no exaggeration none whatsoever (laughs) but I really like big yarn like like jumbo or super bulky and I feel like it works up really fast and mm-hmm. it just makes me happy and all this worsted weight yarn is kind of driving me insane <laughs> um I was digging through some of the bags the other day just looking like please be something bigger please be something bigger and I know I can double my yarn yeah. but that just gets to be a bit much because quite frankly I struggle like not tangling up my stuff when it's just one skein of yarn let alone more than one I don't know how anyone has the patience for what is it called like intarsia or like where they do all the different color work behind the scenes of knitting I don't know if you've ever looked it up so look it up it is I'm pretty sure it's called intarsia um but it's a type of knitting where like these ladies will post pictures and I mean it's amazing work but where they've got like 17 baby skeins of yarn wrapped up with chip clips and little balls Um, On, say, the inside of the sweater they're knitting because the color work, like you carry your yarn, you're not working, I guess, is how to put it. But, like, they'll have very intricate, crazy patterns and just all these little balls of yarn behind there. No, I would have a giant knot is what I'd have that I would be cutting out with scissors because everything gets tangled for me. So there's no way I could keep all of that straight. Um, But there's a hat and I believe it's called Alaska is the pattern. It's on my bucket list. Okay. I know it seems a bit extreme to put a knitting pattern on a bucket list, but. Uh, no, I don't think so. I, it's really, some- really cool. Um, It's got these just big, like, I don't know, pine trees or evergreen trees. But the way that it's knit with color work, like a lot of the people will do it with. The trees are black, but then it's like sunset colors behind them or, but it's just really freaking cool. So it's on my list to try sometime. There are some that I have on my Pinterest that I'm like, if ever I can block off a good four years of my time (laughs) to make that, I'm going to do it. (laughs) 2030. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Um, Yeah. I just, I'm not sure. This holiday season's a little different because my kids are reaching the age where, like, it's not all about toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a little different because, you know, in the past, we haven't been there. So, I don't know. I'm just hoping that the holidays don't lose their magic this year. Yes. Um... I also have no idea what we're doing for Christmas this year as far as gifting goes. Um, it's just so hard. It's so hard. Like, yeah. And, like, I know that they would be happy with gift cards and stuff, but I also know that my mom would not be having it. She was well, not a fan of gift cards, which, I'll be honest, I love a good gift card because, for me, nothing is better than when, like, okay, maybe it's a short week or you're broke this week and you're like, but I got this gift card. Right. Um, 
so I love a good gift card, but I know it seems very impersonal to different generations than ours. Yes. Well, yeah. And I really like to seeing presents under the tree. Agree. And even if it's not anything expensive, you know, like shirts and things. Here's something that I need to do. And I have seen these lists before, probably on Pinterest, I would imagine. Um, I can't think of any, obviously, specific link or anything. But um, it's like a list of suggestions that you should gift people if you're gifting something like it'll say one gift is something that they need like maybe socks or something um another gift would be a practical gift so um I don't know whatever that might be there's some you uh maybe a gas card or something um something that somebody would need for that um and then like another gift would be their favorite snack foods and then you would wrap up like cordial cherries or something are always really popular for Christmas so I always thought that was a good idea because you could go through the list of things that are maybe not like I saw one for kids one time that was like something you want something you need something to wear something to read and it was like clothing and a book and then like you know a want and a need like you said so I thought that was cute too yeah or I've seen have you seen the snowman thing that people do no where it's similar like say those three or four different you know check boxes but they build a snowman out of it so like one gift will be the bigger box on the bottom the next gift is the smaller box then the smaller box for the head and then Like, and they make, like, little snowman around the tree. But it's, each okay. person has, like, a gift tower, if you will. Okay. Um. So, I thought that was cute, too. Remy, of course, still totally plays with baby dolls and Barbies and some stuffed animals she's still big on. Gatlin's just definitely at that age where, like, he's in middle school this year. And, I don't know, you're just so worried about being cool. Yeah. Um... Oh, okay. Turn of events, because this presented itself tonight. I've been reading up on crystals and crystal powers and meanings and things. And uh, as you know, I made some moon water for us. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do some studying up on astrology and such. Mercury in retrograde apparently is wreaking havoc on everyone's emotional state right now. which I kind of believe it goes on until the 18th of October. So we got about another week of that going, but I was discussing with one of the baseball moms tonight. I was like, yeah, you're probably going to think I'm a big weirdo, but like, I really want to learn more about crystals. And she said, shut up. I can't even (laughs) believe you just said that. She just started her own crystal business has a website The whole deal. So she's got a book I'm going to read um, just to learn more about them. But I was really excited about that. So I wondered, any of our listeners out there use crystals or deal with them or know anything about them? Um, baseball mom here also is a crocheter. And oh when I started knitting 
last year during football season, her son also plays football or played football last year. Um, it prompted her to pick up the crocheting again. And she's so funny because she's like, do you ever just get going? And literally it's like, you're in a trance when you're knitting or crocheting. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, there's sometimes where like, I'm like, crap, that left hand's been numb for the last four rows, but I'm just going to keep going. Um, but she laughed. She said, sometimes it'll almost put her to sleep. And it made me think of how you are like just that repetitive motion. But told her when she gets things going we we haven't tried to have a guest for a while and maybe that would be a fun she could give us a rundown of crystals and such um but if any listeners know about them we welcome your input too (laughs) i look at it like this i've got so much bad luck in this lifetime (laughs) that like i feel like if i'm gonna put this crystal out here and hope it gives me some good luck like it couldn't hurt at this point yeah um so I know it's not everybody's thing and you know whatever but I feel like mother earth here giving us some good things and maybe it would be you know I don't know something beneficial in my life so I'm gonna do some I'm gonna do some research and try to start reading up some on what to do with crystals and how to use them to your advantage yeah um I know I know just with peace and time, um, she's made mood water before and she has been interested in some crystals too. So I don't know. I maybe need to pick her brain some too. I just don't know anything really about them. Yeah. Or... If it's not a birthstone, I don't either. <laughs> I, can't, yeah. I can't tell you February is amethyst because I was Ruby really here. jealous of my sister because you know, purple is my favorite color and my birthday is in August and my color is peridot and it looks like snot and I don't like it. <laughs> oh, I Gatlin is peridot also being August and I've got a beautiful peridot ring that Jeff got me and it's a really pretty color because okay, so it varies. Peridot is one that's odd. It varies. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does look very snot colored and sometimes it's like a very vibrant green, like not so snot looking. Um... I don't know. Ruby's just okay for me. My favorite of all the birthstones always was Sapphire. So I was always really jealous of those September birthday people because I was just thought that blue was really pretty. Yeah. Um, I also agree. I really like the Sapphire blue color. Um, we had a kitten one time that was a blue point Himalayan. I named it Sapphire. Oh, I don't that's... know what the new people named it, <laughs> but you should have put a, a clause in the contract condition of you taking this cat on is you're not changing its name. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't, I do. I really like that. Well, and I think a lot of times when people think of Sapphire too, they think of the necklace on the Titanic. Do you that's know what I think of that mom? has the type had the titanic necklace i mean we still have it obviously she's not here um it's the titanic necklace no joke and uh i'm fairly certain it is going to be used for remingtons it covers the something old mm-hmm. it covers the something borrowed and blue yeah so I feel like as long as she wants to, it'd be really something special for her to wear on her wedding day because it was mom's and, mm-hmm. um, you know, everybody's kind of worn it, but it's 
pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. It is like the ginormous freaking rose necklace. Um, nice. I, w- I feel like there's something weird going on here uh, in the neighborhood. Um, so I'm sitting in my car. If you haven't noticed how quiet it is. Um, I was actually going to say something, but I didn't want to come across like, Gosh, no, Brittany always bashing about how loud it. No, it's very <laughs> quiet. I'm sitting in my car that the battery is dead in <laughs> right now, um, for it to be quiet. But so the girl who lives across the street, she is also sitting in her car, but her car is running, and she's been sitting in her car for pretty much the entire time that I've been out here sitting in my car. And I'm like, is she is she waiting for me to get out of my car like before she gets out of her car? Like, what's what's going on here? Maybe it's a standoff. <laughs> she wants to see who's gonna last longer. I don't know. I don't know. And then Eric will be coming home here soon because as soon as you said we were getting ready to record, I told him, I said, I'm going to sit in my car to do the podcast. So come on inside. And he said, okay, leaving courthouse now. So I said, okay. So um, I'm honestly waiting for him to pull in behind me anytime. So I can open up the garage door for him from here inside the car because got one garage door opener. But um yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Maybe if he pulls in behind you, then she's gonna be like, Oh, they got me strength in numbers. Now there's two of them in their cars. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's just so bizarre. And then there was a guy who was walking down the road, and of course it's dark out here now, but there's a guy who's walking down the road. He was talking to someone on his phone, but I couldn't tell he was talking to someone on his phone. Oh, and no. Like, he's, like, talking, but, like, walking up on the car. And the whole time I was like, oh, please don't knock on the window or need something right now <laughs> while I'm sitting in the car. I mean, um, it wouldn't be the first time. I know. He just walked on by, but I was like, how bizarre that this dude is just walking down the street. You know, the I'm still really glad that the cops didn't show up to your house on Saturday. I know. Um, <laughs> we do. <laughs> so Saturday we held our first annual kids Halloween party. Yes. And uh, Sarah graciously hosted uh, us and the kids and um, some other friends and kids. And we made some food. And it was actually like the best weather day you could have asked for. So once it got dark, we turned uh, Hotel Transylvania on on the projector. And we're watching it outside, and I happened to look down at my phone, and I had five missed phone calls, uh, two from the Clinton County Sheriff, and three from the Wilmington Police Department, a voicemail from each, urgently wanting to know if I'm okay, since I accidentally called 911 with my phone. Um, Apparently, if you have an iPhone, be on the watch out, because, you know, you can hit the side buttons on each side and it does like the SOS thing and apparently I innocently just set my cup down and my cup holder of or my phone down to the cup holder of my chair and it was just enough pressure on those two buttons to call 911 and scare everyone so their next step would have been sending the police to Sarah's house if I hadn't called them back to let them know that indeed I was okay Um, so that was an interesting plot twist to the night and I wonder, too, like, how much time were they going to wait also? Because, I mean, I feel like five calls was maybe a little excessive. Like, what if there happened to be a real emergency? Like, how many times were they going to 
keep trying to call before sending someone out. You know what? I'm totally looking now to see how far apart the timing of the calls were because that's a good point and I'm a little curious now. And it's funny too that that happened um, and that you mentioned about the button on the side because today, I don't know if rebooting my phone is the right word or not. I'm not very tech savvy, but I held in the side button to turn it all the way off so that I could restart it because like none of my apps were working. Uh And for the first time it came up saying SOS or emergency, or I could slide it, slide the thing to turn it off. I was like, it's never asked me that before. So I don't know if that's like a new update. Mine's been like that for forever. So I will say they were relentless. It was like, um, the first call was at eight 35. My call to them was it 8.34 for 31 seconds? Mm-hmm. And they called back at 8.35, 36, 37, 38, and 39. So every 60 seconds they were calling. Okay. I'm really sorry about that. Get with the folks at Apple and pass <laughs> that out because... She actually was like, oh, it happens all the time. You're definitely not the first person this has happened to, which I was kind of surprised about. Um, and, you know, when um, I was honestly, it's when I was like taking a shower, waiting for, you know, the party to start and whatever and getting dressed and stuff. I was even thinking to myself, I was like, I hope the police don't show up because like I've got a fire pit in the backyard and it's like the movie's not going to be very loud. It is going to be like before nine o'clock. So we shouldn't be breaking any noise ordinance laws, but it's the first time I really had anything like that at night in my backyard. And I'm just not really sure on what's loud and what isn't allowed. And will the neighbors care and stuff. So I don't know, but it's funny that they almost showed up because I was like, my fear was that. That is crazy that you even, that it even ran across your mind. (laughs) And I'll tell you, I also didn't believe her kind of at first because I'm like, yeah, I definitely didn't call 911 lady. Like I'm sitting here, we're watching a movie with our kids. I I assure you, I haven't even looked at my phone in the last 20 minutes. And then she was like, well, no, it happens all the time. Did you have it, like, in your cup holder? All the time. <laughs> and I still was, like, I mean, I did, but I, like, I don't think that's what happened. And then, sure enough, I went back to look at the call, and there it was at 8.34, one outbound call to 911. You know what? why they also get called all the time? For phone systems where you have to dial 9 before you dial the number out. Or, per se, 9-1. Yes. Um, I don't know who in the telemarketing world ever, because I will say, (laughs) so our employer may or may not have the 9-1 situation, but hotels often have that too. Like, it's a common Uh thing, 9-1, which, okay, that's all good and well until you accidentally hit that extra one. And then um, I know that we had a coworker, actually, we were just talking about this the other day, um, accidentally called 911 from the office. And I don't know what is what because, okay, so our office is big and there are like a bajillion phone numbers that come in and out of there. They, the police showed up to this office in Xenia. They thought that that's where the call came from. <laughs> and they were demanding our coworker come down to the lobby out front. And she's like, <laughs> I mean, do you see security there? Like, they'll tell you this happens all the time. And they're like, ma'am, 
you need to come out of the building now. And she's like, I am not in Xenia, Ohio. I am not at that building. I am a county away and I'm not sure what to do about that. But like, they really didn't believe her. Oh my because goodness. it tied back somehow showing that she was in Xenia. Um, so I don't know. Holy cow. Yes, I don't know. But I know recently Crazy. we also got an email um, to everyone saying, please be very careful when you are dialing mm-hmm. these numbers because the sheriff is sick of our nonsense. I know. I remember that. Yeah. I Well, and I've been guilty of it. I've done it a couple of times myself. And then, of course, the worst thing you can do is like hang up <laughs> they uh answer the phone because i've done that before too i realized my mistake i'm like oh shoot and then I, and i'm like oh i wasn't supposed to hang up darn it i know let me call you know, them i worked at a place um in the past that had like the type of security alarm that when i opened i would have to like unlock the front door drop all of my stuff because I always have like my bag and my purse and my lunch and whatever open the front door drop everything haul ass to the back of the store to shut off the alarm you only have like 60 seconds and I mean I was always toting like the whole house into work with me so I would always like throw all my stuff down hurry up and go get the thing but the way their system was set up if I tripped the alarm or didn't get it in time or whatever um say the cops called if, if they would say, are you okay? And I said, yes, everything is okay. That was the code word, that everything was not okay. Oh. So if, okay. if you mistakenly were like, yep, everything's fine. I accidentally tripped off the alarm. Dude, those cops would be there. Because if you told them everything was fine, like that was the meaning of everything is not fine, send help. Um, oh. And to actually tell them everything was fine. It was something stupid like. Your mother's red hair was curled yesterday. And then they're like, okay, you're good then. All right. You know, like a very stupid phrase like that, that I was always afraid I was not going to remember. But they had their, not mascot, but like, I don't even know, spokesperson, I guess, for this company was a pro football player. So they had these giant cardboard cutouts of this fella all over the store. Yeah. But the one... In my store, they had actually taken a, it was a Bengals player, mm-hmm. had taken a Bengals jersey and, like, put it over the cardboard figure, which made it look a lot more like a real person. Yeah. I probably lost at least 10 years off of my life because I would go to drop my stuff, run to the back to turn the alarm off, and would have a heart attack every time thinking it was somebody in the store. <sighs> and I'd be like, oh, my God, Rudy, you got me again. It was Rudy Johnson. I'm like, dang it, you... <laughs> freaking rudy i swear Uh, but yeah it was terrible i hated that alarm system so bad my dad used to work in this warehouse that shipped um medicine to vets it was animal medicine and they had this cage of medications that had to be like locked and under um like an alarm system and stuff because it was i mean like a narcotic narcotics yeah well, he had to go in one Saturday to get some paperwork. And, of course, the entire place was shut down over the weekend. So it was literally just us in there. And my dad was like, don't go near that cage. Sure enough, I happened to saunter by the cage. <laughs> and the alarm went off. And he's like, I said, do not go by the cage. So then we had to wait until the alarm company called. So oh, man. Now the alarm shut off. And he was like, I told you not to walk in there. I was like, I didn't mean to. But... <sighs> 
I tell you, you give me one instruction <laughs> and I will blow it. The worst situation I think I ever had like that, I was new in a place and they were training me how to close, which involved taking the night bank deposit and putting it in the night drop. No mm-hmm. big deal. Now, I will say in the past retail places I've worked, we never took night deposits. We left them in the safe at night, took them in the morning because it's usually oh. safer. Yeah. Uh, this place wasn't real concerned per se with your safety. They just wanted that money deposited. So I get over to the bank. I do all the closing stuff. Everything's going to get the deposit together, get it to the bank, put it in the night drop, except for as I close the night drop, the freaking zipper on the bank bag is stuck. Oh, no. So I'm like, crap. Like, I'm like yanking on it and trying to jimmy it this way back and forth and move it all enough. Like, this thing's not budging. It is the door to the night drop is half stuck down. The zipper to this bag is hanging out. And like, so there's cars pulling up behind me. And I'm like, I, I'm not pulling out of here because what if I pull out and then they get the bag out and then that's our money. Right. So like, I'm like diverting traffic away behind me as all these other places. Like, sorry, night drop's broken. It, it's got my bag stuck in there. I ended up having to call the manager who was really unhappy with me who had to call the police who then had to call the bank manager so that they could come back in to open the drop from the inside to get the bag unstuck. But they had to cut the bag. So then the police and me and the manager and the bank managers all had to manually go through and recount my deposit to verify once they cut it that it was indeed it's like a two-hour fiasco and i had worked at this place for like two weeks were you like can i get overtime (laughs) i was not i was like i'm so sorry i promise it'll never happen again next time i'll let the night drop just take my finger off instead of (laughs) getting the bag stuck because it's just not worth it was terrible terrible Oh, I felt so dumb. And the manager at the time was like in a super new relationship where they were all being, you know, hunky dory and whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was so pissed just because I made her leave her like baseball game she was at with him. <laughs> and oh, turns man. out he ended up being a total douchebag down the road. Domestic Shocking. violence whipped her ass. It was awful. Oh my gosh. And yeah, so. Maybe it was a good thing I pulled you away from him right. that night. <laughs> Just um, send her a message on Facebook. Be like, hi, I'm still waiting for my apology. <laughs> hi, I was rethinking what happened during that timing. And I feel like you owe me a thank you for getting you away from that psycho. Actually, it was kind of scary because after the events of everything that happened, we had to have a panic button in the store that if he showed up, we had to hit the panic button. Um, That was a little intimidating. I don't really do well in those situations because... I'm not all about silently panicking and hitting a button. I like to kind of be loud and aggressive and, and panic so everybody knows that I'm full on panicking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, I don't know. He was weird, man. He was super weird. But yeah, she was so mad at me. Um, but maybe that's why we don't take deposits at night. I don't know. Funny that you brought up the um, night deposit box drawer thing about taking your finger off because I'm telling you, there are certain days that I am glad that I am either one too poor or too, too cheap to buy a good set of knives. Because last night I was cutting cucumbers, making a pasta salad. Please don't judge me. I already eaten the entire pasta salad. 
by myself. I'm really jealous. But... I'm starving. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I was cutting cucumbers and not paying attention to what I was doing, I guess, or just going too fast. About sliced a good centimeter of the tip of my finger off. Um, oh, no. Cutting cucumbers. I didn't. As a matter of fact, I checked about four times to make sure that I didn't because I was like, man, that really hurts. I was like, am I sure that's all still there? Um, it was. But had I had like an actual like good set of knives, it would have come right off. And then my first thought when I, I did that is I was like, oh my gosh, I wouldn't have been able to crochet for a while. <laughs> that was literally what I was thinking. I feel um, you because I just now today have been able, well, no, I finished that headband last night, I guess. So last night a little bit, um, last week Gatlin had a baseball game and his stupid baseball pants have this elastic, well, no, like a base, like a string and then like a shoe tie, if you will. Um, shoelace, I guess was the word I was looking for, but he tried to pull it out or whatever. He pulled it through to where it was in a knot and like so tight that he couldn't even just get the pants off unless you got this knot out. But if I were to cut it, then, you know, the pants wouldn't stay up on him next time. So I'm like trying to get it out, trying to get it out. I take this bobby pin and stab myself in the finger on accident, literally full on stab myself with this flat edge, rusted metal, seven year old bobby pin. Good thing my tetanus is up to date. Yeah. But it is in such an awkward spot. It's on my left index finger. Like, uh, kind of on, like, on the fingertip part that you would touch everything with. But almost a little more to the side. So, like, for example, I went to take my headset USB cord and plug it back into the USB. Well, those are the two fingers I use. So, I go to pinch on it. And I'm like, ah, because it's so painful. (laughs) So painful. Um, but I had to wait on it to heal some because like where it was like a stab wound, it had like all the broken skin around it kept catching the yarn. Oh no. Oh, I can't, I can't. Yeah. Um, I can't do a snag nail either. Like, I don't know how people walk around and not file their nails. Yeah. But. Well, I feel like we have to with typing and stuff all the time because otherwise they just get. Just jankity. Can we talk about that? I'm going to give my dirty look of the week this mm-hmm. week to typing and the keyboard because... Okay. <laughs> my nails on both index fingers and both middle fingers uh-huh. from all the typing that we do are constantly... Like, they're shaped weird, my nails. They curve weird because of constantly typing. Like, the inside of each of those fingers is almost curved down weird compared to the outside of that nail because the inside's more what hits the keyboard. It's really weird. I'm going to take a picture of it and send it to you so that you can understand what I'm talking about here. But if you look at your nail from like the tip, like horizontally, instead of looking at it from the front, like you're looking at it from the tip, mine are so off balance that it's crazy. And it's just from typing. Yeah. I, um... Mine aren't like, like, um, this word that I'm looking for, maybe not like unlevel, I guess. I don't know. I don't even know if that's a word, but like, I get they're just really brittle and they break easy. And then I, what once one is that way, I just have to file them all down because I can't stand them to be uneven. Same, that is an absolute pet peeve. Because now that one is way short, it feels weird compared to the others. And now they've all got to be cut down. Yes. 
Yep. I also can't handle it. I'm that way. I'm still looking at, um, I want to try the dip powders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have seen those. I have not tried them. I mean, I know you've got to do a little investing up front, but like to get different colors and things like that. But the stuff lasts mm-hmm. a long time. I've got a friend that uses a brand. I want to say it's called Peppy Gel, maybe. Oh. Um, and she always, like her nails always look fantastic. She's a school teacher. And she has bought a couple of different colors and some of the glitters and whatever. So she can really do a lot of like fun stuff with her nails. But I just feel like that would be better for me on my actual nails rather than... Like acrylics just tear my nails up. Me, this man is coming over here. Hold on a second. Oh my god, no way. Well, by man, it's my husband, but like for fuck's sake. Okay, I thought it was a complete stranger. <laughs> no, but I'm like, give me freaking a few minutes. I don't know. I don't see him, which makes me think that he's creeping around the car to scare me. <sighs> I live with a child. So, for our listeners that are unaware, Sarah startles very easily. And by, I mean, very easily, if she's not paying attention and I sneeze, that could probably give her a heart attack. <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty extreme. Um, a former boss of ours used to walk by our office and just knock on the wall outside because he knew that was enough to send her over the edge. <laughs> um. Or, well, another VP of another area may or may not have brought in their dog one time. Yes. And it just so happened to poke its little head right in her office. And Sarah screamed a blood-curdling scream as if she was going to die (laughs) that day. And I think it scared our VP more than it scared anyone. Because I've never seen him move so fast. He yanked that dog up out of there and was gone. Somebody one time, too, popped a balloon. Um, in the office because it was somebody's birthday or something, but they popped a balloon and I thought it was a gun going off and I shut and locked the door real quick because I was like, it's an active shooter situation. Like immediately that's <laughs> and I shut and locked the door real quick and they're like, wait a minute, Kyle's not in here. And I was like, he's not getting in here either. Every man for himself. Oh, poor Kyle. <laughs> Sorry. Left he went behind. The wrong time, man. <laughs> hilarious although you you know okay you brought up a good point there the balloon popping we had a i had a teammate um a year or two ago okay it had to be at least two years ago Brittany, because we've all been home for forever (laughs) but sometime in the last decade or so i had a teammate um (laughs) the other day we had a teammate yeah the other day but it was uh a big birthday in the office and we may or may not have blown up like thousands of balloons to fill said birthday person's office well when they got in and you know the fun was all over they were trying to get rid of the balloons and pop them i hadn't considered the effects that that would have on someone that has ptsd from serving in the military oh yeah yep so we like a bunch of two-year-olds get going to town on popping some balloons no man that was not a good idea and it's not something i considered before so I guess I'm thankful that I had to go through that experience of feeling like a terrible person to now realize that that's probably not the best idea. So the rest of them, we ended up like pulling the top, holding it up and just like cutting it quietly to where it would just like let the air out. 
Um, but yeah, at first we were going to town stabbing those things, and that's that's not a good move. Kind of frowned upon, actually. So, yeah, a little note of awareness. Yeah, I was gonna say, but personal growth comes from that, you know. So, yeah, so it was just an interesting. I literally had not even ever considered that before. So I was like, oh well, okay, Brittany. Um, little little close-minded there, but you know, live and learn. Yeah. Um, well, and if it's not something that you personally have experience with, sometimes it's just the furthest thing from your mind, you know? Yes. And before we go, I want to shout out our friends in South Africa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because they have taken over Canada. What's up, Canada? Um, <laughs> I don't know why we always try to make this like a competition of sorts. I but, <laughs> but I was really excited <laughs> to see, see South Africa is now our second largest country listening so we have 16 countries listening and we really truly value your time and that you're choosing to spend what extra time you may have listening to us so um that's really cool we appreciate you listening and sharing with your friends um if you want you can reach out to us we would probably respond faster than anyone has ever responded to you in the past because we get (laughs) so excited about somebody reaching out to us Um, but you can find us, you can email us spelled all the way out needles, hooks, and dirty looks at gmail.com. You can find us on social. We're on Insta and Facebook at needles, hooks, DL. We are on TikTok as at needles, hooks, DL, but I still don't know how to use it. So you'll find zero content <laughs> we are, about we us there. <laughs> um, so, I mean, technically we're there, so no one else can take the name, Yeah, which is really fun. That's a good but- idea. Yeah. I'm also a grandma and I just don't really know what I'm doing over there in that world. So someday I vow to try to figure it out, but probably not any day in the foreseeable next couple of weeks, at least. Um, But you can find us there. We would love if you hit us up, tell us what you're working on for uh, crafting crunch time as we approach the holidays. And Mm -hmm. we would love to hear about it. Um, Otherwise, We thank you for spending your Tuesday night with us, and we hope that uh, you share us with your friends. We would love to have more listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, join us next week. We'll probably have something else spooky to talk about as we approach Halloween. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening at Needles Hooks DL. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.